in the know for Friday, November 13th, the 318th day of 2020. There are 48 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. The hashtag is in the know coming up today. We will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Is it or is it not an unlucky day? I'll let you decide. And we're on the precipice of a weekend, finally. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Beej is on assignment today. Don't think it's Tuesday all day long because we bring in our dear friend from First Baptist Church, Litchfield. Their name's Yukon Cornelius. You know him as Yukon Cornelius. The Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. Morning, Yukon. Hey, morning. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Good to see you. It's uh, Does it feel like Tuesday? Because you're yeah. normally here on Tuesday. Kind of does. You're here on Friday. Uh, so it'll be like, hey, surprise. Uh, you've been, um, you're on record and, and you've been shunned for it, but you, you've owned it. You've been celebrating Christmas in the Cook home since September the 28th, correct? That is correct, sir. So that means you are finished with your Christmas shopping. Yes, sir, I am. Okay, so when did you get completed with your Christmas shopping? Can I say, except for stockings, I like the stocking to wait. Stockings, okay, so you... Uh, I finished Christmas shopping two weeks ago. All right, so I have it on good authority. I'm not going to tell you how I know this, but uh, but I'm going to tell you that I I, I have minions everywhere. It's my understanding... That for Christmas, you, Sarah wanted a diamond necklace. Oh. And that you wanted to get her something more like a bathrobe. And you all compromised, and she's getting a diamond necklace. Is that right? Do you have Joey's <laughs> cell phone number? <laughs> you all compromised. Yeah. Yes, sir. And she got her way, and rightly so, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year, Misty Embry Thomas. Hey, here we go. I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Isn't that the way marital compromise works? She's getting the earrings, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa. That's, that's the in, compromise. That's what's in the stocking. That's the compromise. <laughs> <laughs> that's what will be in the stocking. I was uh, given, I was, uh, I, you all might come, this might come as a complete shock to you, but I do spend time in thought about the next day's show from okay. time to time. And right. so last evening I was thinking, well, what's going to happen on the show tomorrow? And I thought, hey, it's Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And it's completely surprised me that it's Friday the 13th. How bad must your year be when people go, Friday the 13th? Not a big deal anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. Do two this month. I don't care. Sure. If this is your worst. Right. I told you to do your worst if this is it. Well, right. big, big whoop. The last time we had two Friday the 13th in a year. 2013, 2017, 18, and 19. The last time we had three Friday the 13th in the year was 2012 and 2015. The next time we will have two, and we're having two this year, will be 2023, 24, and 29. So I, I'm not particularly superstitious. People born on Friday the 13th, historically, just because they've been told from the, sure. their, their birth, is like, oh, you were born on Friday the 13th. Uh, get ready, ready, get ready for get strong ready. gusts this weekend. Come on, Emma Foot. Uh, we will have um, <laughs> we will have early next week. It'll look like sunny and chilly 
with frosty mornings. But the tomorrow evening, uh, I believe, uh, rain showers. So clouds will continue to increase with a few spotty showers uh, in the western portions of the state tomorrow. And temperatures will climb to near 60 degrees. Showers will increase into the late evening and overnight hours. At the same time, the wind gusts will ramp up, and you could see 45-mile-an-hour wind gusts at times. So those of us wearing toupees. Yeah, get your to, glue on. Yeah, need to get Get them. your glue on. Get your Herb Tarlet yeah. toupee. What effort it would work for that? You know, it works for the teeth. You put it on your hair, too. Effordan. I thought that was to clean your clean your teeth. Is it a cleaning? I poly grip. The glue was poly the grip. other yes, kind of stuff. Yes, poly grip. Yes, yeah. that's what we're looking for. Mostly, mostly sunny in 58 <laughs> today. Increasing clouds in 37 tonight. Shower chance late tomorrow night and 60 as the high. So, um, top officials in the United States saying that the November 3rd election was the most secure in U.S. history. It doesn't mean you like the outcome, but right. some people, bipartisan people, are saying that it was the most secure. And the reason they're saying that is because we were all fearing that foreign actors, Iran, Russia, China, may be able to go in and manipulate the vote totals. Well, they didn't have to do anything to cause chaos. They just sit back and let the American people turn on one another. Mm-hmm. And one of the, you know, extremely close, well, certainly in, in some areas, uh, but President Trump continues to... Um, again, he goes back to his, he, he refuses to admit that he lost because he, he doesn't ever admit loss. He says that he didn't win enough, (laughs) which makes total sense. I mean, that's really the mantra of my life. I didn't win enough. He told us we would get tired of winning. Uh Apparently he got tired of winning. Yeah, we got tired of winning and we just said, we're not going to let you do it this time. We're tired of it. It's too much for us. There are small cracks. You know, the Lindsey Grahams of the world, the Mitch McConnells of the world, the Kevin McCarthy's of the world have had to for over a week just sort of stand there and go, well, I mean, uh, you know, explore all your, explore all your options and count all your votes and that'll be fine. And, but because they can't end up in the crosshairs of the tweet machine. Especially when the rumor is now that the president may announce his candidacy for 2024 before the end of the year. So before he leaves the white, before he even, I mean, he's in there till January the 20th, but may announce, well, I'm running for election. (sighs) That's not exactly what I signed up for. When I voted for you twice, that behavior is not, that's not what I had in mind. Let's, let's let somebody else have a turn. I don't like the guy. I, I don't want the guy who's about to be the next president, seemingly. I didn't want him to be the choice. But I, you're, you're going to run afoul pretty quick in this perversion of the office mm-hmm. for me. Now, 72 million people voted for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. give or take. A lot of Americans including self, and I'll presume I know a bunch of them. But at what point in time will people like me, who are more practical and want what's best for our country, regardless of Donald Trump or not, say, I'm going to just need you to go over. And if you, it's free country. If you want to buy a media network, if you want to start a media network, fine, do it. Why you're mad at Fox News, I... Fox News, I won't say Fox News is the reason that Donald Trump is the president, but Fox News is the reason Donald Trump was the nominee. Hillary got him elected. Fox News got him nominated because he was this sideshow of all these, the Jeb Bushes and the Marco Rubios and the, and Fox News just fell in love with him and Sean Hannity and oh, and this, and I'm not saying he's been a bad thing. I'm saying the way that he's exits the office is going to be very important to his credibility and his legacy. So don't you think Hillary got him elected, but Fox News got him nominated? You know, I heard someone say this morning that they felt like, and they were a Biden supporter, but they really thought that Trump was going to be elected and they felt like COVID was the reason that he wasn't elected. And I thought that's interesting because I thought because of the uh, the riots and the civil unrest in our cities that we've seen in 2020 probably played a bigger role than COVID played. Because I honestly don't feel like he's mishandled COVID 
that much. People are dying uh, for change. Yeah. They're uncomfortable. And when you get when you get uncomfortable, if you don't like what you're listening to, you change mm-hmm. the channel. If you don't like what you're watching, you grab the remote. You right. know, you just if you don't like where you're standing because the sun is shining, you go find a shady spot. Yeah. It's just natural to do that. And there's this general I don't like the social unrest. I don't like being having to wear a mask. I don't like and that's where your Biden supporters really mm-hmm. were motivated to come out. And then seventy two million people said no, I want it exactly like I got it. How many votes were for Biden? I've not seen the numbers now. Uh, well, it's going to be 77 million okay. because it's a 5 million vote difference so on the popular vote. We just get the 72 million to the right of the, the United States and the 77 to the left. You want east, Missi- east of the east, Mississippi or east west of the Mississippi? West. Which I'm going to go west of the Mississippi. So <laughs> let's start there and kind of just... <laughs> Well, you better load up in your Conestoga wagon and head that way because you're on the oh, wrong no, side saying, of the river. Yeah, no, I want to stay east of it. I thought oh, you were okay. saying, where do I want the border to start for the... I see. Yeah. So, All right. You know, it just makes sense. I mean, we're, we're going to... That's about a good even. That's probably the most closely we've been in an election ever. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and move us around a little bit. Let's do the shuffle. And one thing I did hear this morning, I agree. If there were, if there were voting inaccuracies or there were, if there were thing, uh, if there were things that we discovered that weren't done well during this election, we do need to follow those through and fix them for, for future elections. Mm -hmm. The, The sanctity of our elections is extremely important. Absolutely. But you're, Knowing knowing POTUS's personality the way that we do and watching his behavior and understanding the election the way that it happened creates a recipe for me that it's just spoiled sport more than mm-hmm. – but now to be clear, it also, so long as he doesn't concede or doesn't admit to concession, it still enables him to raise money. So whether that's to pay campaign debts – you know, whether they loaned money, he loaned money to the campaign to buy his media, and then he's being reimbursed. To, 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 it was a loan to the campaign. Da, da, da. It may be a financial move as well. So, as we say, follow the money. Grayson County Schools will continue their virtual instruction until at least November the 24th. Uh, you can read a statement at K105.com from Superintendent Doug Robinson. Uh, they're eyeing a return on November 30th. I appreciate the optimism. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the math doesn't bear out that November is uh, November 30th is likely to be achieved, but I certainly hope that it is achieved. Again, you can read that at K105.com. Uh, as an aside, did. After the Notre Dame incident last Saturday night where all the students stormed the field at uh, South Bend after defeating Clemson, now they're getting ready to leave and go home. So they've got, you know, a super spreader event at Notre Dame. Notre Dame has told students that they have to test negative before leaving campus or they will not be able to come back in January. Wow. Whoa. Well, there you go. It's an interesting move. Uh, Governor Bashir announced 2,342 new coronavirus cases yesterday bringing us to knocking on the door of 130,000. 58 of those were in Warren County. 18 new deaths, 1,622 fatalities. The positivity rate, 8.29. So continuing to, I can hear the clack, 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 clack Mm -hmm. on the roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Uh, Continuing to go up. 122 more patients hospitalized yesterday than the day before at 1,311, people on ventilators in Kentucky at 163, and now 2.319 million tests performed in Kentucky. I did notice it was uh, CBS had a piece where they were sampling a lot of different governors speaking to their individual states or commonwealths yesterday, and Chicago's governor, uh, Illinois' governor, was... uh, uh, something that I latched onto is he asked the people of Illinois, he said, what will get your attention? Mm-hmm. He asked, what, what has, I understand, I, I'm not going to be critical of you. I, I'm not, you know, I'm gonna, not going to chastise you. But for those of you that aren't adhering to the safety guidelines and the measures and the recommendations, what, what will it take? Where's the line that you find yourself crossing? You go, okay, now. Now it's serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was one of the – I was pragmatic about the entire thing from the very beginning. You know, remember, I was a believer in the, well, 30 days to stop the spread. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I meant 30 months, whatever. Yeah, 30, it, it, 30, 30 months. Days, what, months like, whatever. Which 30 days? Yeah. 
Was it the next <laughs> yeah. one, or was it thirty individual days spread out a month? That I don't. I, <laughs> right. I, I, but so, but the numbers just bear out that we're we're heading in a. In a, in a. I can tell you that I had in the beginning some, uh, this is made up, this isn't real, I'm not wearing a mask, people in my my world who now have family members and friends who have been sick, who have been hospitalized, that I've not spoken with them, and I'm like, mm, it is real. It's very real. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's what's going to have to happen for these people who aren't taking it seriously. They're going to have to be sick or they're going to have to have a loved one sick to go, okay. You know, it took... Our sheriff getting sick and sharing his horrific experience on social media for me to go, ooh, this feels heavy, heavier for me now. Yeah. Another concerning thing for me, though, is when you when you f- allow the national media networks to see none of the Trump people are talking to them now. The Trump administration mm-hmm. is not talking to the media. The White House, the Oval Office is not talking. So it's created a vacuum. So they have automatically had to go to the uh, potential people who will end up in the Biden administration, which includes health officials. Mm -hmm. And there's one guy on there. He's been on there three days this week on CBS this morning, and he's advocating already for a four to six week shutdown. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people are fearing. It's Mm -hmm. like, are we going to like, and when are you going to do it? Can you wait until Christmas to do that? I mean, it's, and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Like, is that, so there's just a lot of uncertainty, but it is real. And the way that we stop it is by individual choice, by making wise choices, is my point. Uh, the governor, uh, people, governor's administration, Governor Bashir, kind of doing a victory lap today, although I don't – it, it's a victory, but I'm not sure it really needles down on what we're trying to get to, is the Supreme Court ruled with Governor Bashir's COVID-19 restrictions, calling them legal. His executive orders were challenged by a group, uh, some Northern Kentuckians, uh, A.G. Cameron got in on that as well. And so the Supreme Court said unanimously that his ec- executive orders are legal. But, uh, in fact, um, Chad Meredith, was the, as the Solicitor General, was arguing on behalf of the, of, uh, the other side, the non-Bashir side. But, so I was curious to know, though, is I, I think that I don't think anyone's challenging the governor's authority to have executive orders. I think where the where the gray area is is that when does it no longer become a sense of emergency and it's just a sense of fact and the landscape in which we're living in to where he has to involve the legislature. He, he's not an autocrat. He does not get to just whatever. You know, he doesn't just get to say, well, it's an emergency forever. Mm-hmm. And then he gets mm-hmm. to go around the legislative body or the judicial branch. And so I think there needs to be a follow-up. And maybe this – I don't know. I've not studied it. Uh, I've not studied every detail of it. But I think that's, that's the question. It's not can the governor pass executive orders. He certainly can. But how long does an emergency last? Right. How, long, how long is a house on fire? Mm-hmm. It finally has to burn out. Now, there is damage – around the burnt structure, but the structure's been consumed. And now it's like, okay, here's what we're dealing with now. Where where do we go from here? And that's the role of the legislature. They did say an additional update on the Brent Spence Bridge that under the best case, repairs that will take weeks to execute, and then they shut down the Roebling Suspension Bridge in that downtown area. So it's just, I heard a report yesterday. Someone said that a normal 10 minute commute took more than an hour Wow! yesterday. And if that's going to last for weeks, um, for those people who have had their work already disrupted this year, that's right. <laughs> now their path of travel. Uh, lucky for the people who are working for, from home that uh, that's right. ordinarily would have to cross the river, continuing to see uh, eulogies and, uh, sympathies for the John Schlarman family, who we told you. It was just this time yesterday when things were really starting to circulate about Coach Schlarman's passing, uh, being con- called a great American, uh, saw different members of uh, the U.K., not only the football uh, family, but the offensive line, who mm-hmm. you know, he was offensive line coach in his construction of the, the big blue wall. And so Will said, uh, Mitch Barnhart said throughout the last two years, he has been an incredible inspiration. He taught people how to live and showed all of us what it means to be courageous. That whipping at Tennessee that the team went down there was the last game he was able to go to. I think we'll leave an indelible mark 
on uh, on everyone. So yes, it's great to see uh, he was able to do that. Sorry to hear of his passing. Matthew Mitchell, um, it, news came out last night that he was resigning his position at uh, as head uh, coach of the UK women's basketball team. He's had some health issues over the course of the summer, which have been kind of, it's not a lot known about those, but maybe a hiking accident or so, and had a subsequent surgery. He's not been around the team a lot in the last couple of months, so his, uh, we'll call what he's been under is a leave of absence, and that leave of absence has been made permanent. So he was uh, on the job there for 13 seasons and made uh, made the UK women's team a contender uh, in the SEC and done a lot of good things there. And then many people got to see the UK Pro Day last night from Memorial Coliseum, the first look at the University of Kentucky Wildcats. It was on the SEC network. Man, a lot of talent. And the length of that team of, you know, 6'7", 6'7", 6'8", 6'9", like the smallest guy on the floor is Six three or something like that. So, uh, looks good. Good opportunity to kind of see what the UK bas- men's basketball team might look like this coming season. So there you go. Caught up on all the headlines. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. When we come back, we'll answer the question: pecan or pecan? Huh. We'll finally solve it once and for all. Coming up here on In the Know. Today is World Kindness Day. Oh, I take back all those things I said to you then in the break. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. It I is start a rumor day today. I take back <laughs> the rumors that I've started about you. No, you're supposed to start them. If you're I started a rumor, oh, and I told it to Dennis, and then Dennis told it to you, Misty, yeah. by the time it got back to me, would it have changed? Oh, yeah, because okay. I like to add my own spin. If I know it's not true to start with, well, let's build on this. Let's spin this yarn even further. Yes. Best we can. Tomorrow is Loosen Up, Lighten Up Day. Tomorrow is Pickle Appreciation Day. Ooh. Tomorrow is Spicy Guacamole Day. Ooh, and Sunday, it's important. I always try and remember to tell you about this as we get closer to Thanksgiving. Sunday is Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day because mm-hmm. you're going to have mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff in your in your fridge in the coming weeks. And, of course, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I'm not – I don't worry too much about Friday the 13th. But apparently, Friday the 13th can be daunting, but in some cultures, so are these. Okay. And I fully get this one. In fact, I don't like it when people do it to Misty. Oh. <laughs> Wishing someone happy birthday before their birthday. Oh, yeah. Many Germans <laughs> believe doing so will cause misfortune Ooh. to everyone involved. He's such a purist about holidays. It always alarms me, though. I see yeah. people start saying happy birthday to Misty, and then I say, oh, I thought it wasn't until the day after tomorrow. It gives you time, though, to buy the gift. I wasn't it prepared. It gets him down. It panics me. It does. I don't like it. He's like, why are these people doing this? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't ask. It's bad luck. Don't do it early. <laughs> do it the day of. It's bad luck to change your bed on Friday. An old wives' tale says if you turn your mattress that day, you'll be cursed with bad dreams. Okay. What lives in the mattress pen. on Fridays? You need a pen? I need to write all these things. Yeah, 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 right yeah. There in front of Life me. lessons, yeah. yeah. Just by the uh, disinfecting wipes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> carrying bananas on a ship. Apparently it's bad luck to carry bananas on a ship. I knew that. It's oh, bad luck to yeah. rename a boat once she's been christened. She must continue to bear that name. Mm -hmm. And then in many cultures, it's not Friday the 13th that's the problem. It's Tuesday the 13th. Yeah, Tuesdays are rough sometimes. Wow. And for those of you that have not figured out the mathematical principle of that. Friday the 13th. Okay. I just went went dim. (laughs) Like the lights really just dimmed. Yeah, they did. The studio lights. I'm fine though. Okay. I feel like we should lean in for this advice though now that that the lights have dimmed. Okay, so <laughs> now I completely forgot what I was going to say. It was good, I'm sure. If I run, you guys get behind me. <laughs> we will. <laughs> oh, if you've not figured it out, anytime the first of the month is on a Sunday, anytime there's Sunday the first, okay, just be ready because you're going to get a Friday the 13th. 
Oh, okay. It's not that hard to figure out. Really. One, two, three. So you'll remember Halloween. The 31st of the month was on Saturday. I'll lend you three. Dennis, I must say, in all earnest and sincerity, I think that over the last uh, year and a half or so, a true friendship has blossomed between you and I. Yeah. I feel like I know... Uh, Misty, I can't speak Sam, for can you. Can you go down to two picks, please? I, I, I'm Just not, take one out. I, I'm not, Do we have the bromance? Because the I, thruple didn't work out. I'm not gonna, I, I would not dare speak on your behalf, Misty. You can yeah. tell Dennis you like him if you want we're to. Not, we're not friends. I feel like the over, we've, we've broken bread together. I feel like we've I've gotten up, opportunity to, to learn more about you. But one thing yeah. I do not know. I mean, the Christmas thing was concerning there. Your, your, I didn't think you all would your, make it out your of that. Your failure to adhere to the rules of when to put your Christmas tree up, no it rules. was dicey. It was touch and go there for a minute. We talked him off the ledge a couple of times when you weren't here. And I think I know I think I think know the answer to this, but is it pecan or is it pecan? Mm. It's pecan pie. Okay. And there's no other choice. Wherever you got that news article from, I'll send him an email. Georgia. I'll end it. There's <laughs> the people of Georgia. The authority on pecans, yeah. Georgia. They're, they're pecan people. They wish. I, but, you know, I always think, oh, it's pecan, pecan. Listen. And here we are in the South, pecan. But then I hear somebody from Georgia say, pecan yeah. pie. Well, they've been, and like, what? They, they peak in the wrong president, too, this year. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like a foghorn leghorn type thing right mm, there. Yeah. Well, that's not how you say it. No. And as a short segue from pecan pie. A list of the fattest states in the United States. West Virginia. Thank God for West Virginia. Yeah. Top for the list of the fattest states. Thank God for Mississippi and thank God for Arkansas. That's it? That's it. I really thought Alabama Three? would be Kentucky there. comes in as fourth. <laughs> no, I'm saying they're the only ones we can make fun of. Everybody else yeah, is, looking, is looking up. Or down, or hey, bring those donuts in here. Yeah, I'm like rolling the donuts on cue. Yeah, not only that, we we have two dozen donuts created a hour apart here in our building today. I wish you'd go on the break so I could get one. <laughs> Utah is the least fat state. What are they doing? Oh, they're farmers out there. Everybody working yeah, in the farm. Mountainous. And Where yeah. not to vacation. Rugged and outdoorsy. And Mormons. I think they, hiking uh, they work out a lot. Don't by they? the way, Tennessee is right behind us. So if Tennesseans try and make fun of Kentucky for being fatter than them, not by much. Mm-mm. Maybe a half a pound at the best. South Carolina, Louisiana. You know, it used to be Louisiana. Which was really, but uh, uh, not any, not any longer. And so, to to basically further drive that point home about the fattest states in the country, yeah. our next story is about <laughs> customized Oreos. Oh, good! <laughs> Finally, something we can all love. <laughs> you can sink our teeth into. <laughs> That's good. Give me something. Oh, the Oreo company has launched Oreo ID. It's customizing everything option. You can have pictures printed on your Oreos if you like. Yeah. You can choose the color of the cream. You can choose sprinkles, Wowza. dip, an image, text, whatever it is. You can customize your own Oreos and have them delivered to you. Well, look at that. Can Gracie Cook do these? Yeah, I mean, she could do, like, the outside design maybe with yeah. sprinkles and stuff. Yeah. Maybe change the color of the cream and put it back. Mm-hmm. But, you know... I blame M&M's for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. M&M's started this, but I, by default, I have to like this. Because you like the M&M's. Because I like the white chocolate-covered Oreos at Christmas time that My they sell. And the, you know, and bec- I think that I have to be open-minded to something like this. We could go a step further. This is the Honey Nut Cheerios of your world. I feel like when you start personalizing, there's too many fingers in the pie now. There's too many people touching it to do all of that extra You don't think stuff. it's robotic? I don't think it's robotic to get those pictures on. Like, I just, that's uh, ooey-gooey. I can't do that. You think Mamaw Eileen is down there, down there copy and pasting and sticking that on there, right? Yeah, she's cutting it out with her crafting scissors. Licking that thumb and then taking that little picture. Pictures are a stamp. Like putting some glue on there. Yep. Or, or like Mamaws do, lick the back of it yes. and then stick it to and the cookie. And then blow it till it dries. <laughs> <laughs> Picture Oreos now, Mama Ali. Yeah, I think I'm out on them too. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like those little beaded things. They get in your teeth. You can't really chew those up. They're marbles. Gross. All right. I can do better. Okay. Arby's has debuted a deep fried turkey. 
pillow. What? Designed what? to be worn over your whole head. Wait, what? Mr. Bean, Arby's has made, yes, Arby's has made a pillow <laughs> that covers your eyes that helps you sleep to block out light. Why do we do this? $60? I like that motion on there, Sam. Back and forth. Look at that. Yeah, right? Look at the mannequin. Yeah. So... It, well, the mannequin blends in a little bit. Is this not more of an homage to Friends? Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, is this say. Joey? Yeah, getting oh. the turkey stuck on his head. I don't like this. Like this is weird. I've never seen Friends. Misty, you would do this. You would so do this I, for a moment, but I wouldn't spend sixty dollars on yeah, it. If I'm spending sixty dollars, I'm going to have real turkey and roast beef. That's the breaking point. If you're yes. interested, if you're listening, Arby's Deep Fried Turkey Arby's deep fried turkey pillow.com is a legitimate thing. I tell you what, if Arby's wants to give me one, I will wear it on the show. <laughs> but I will not pay for it. That's I don't like the $60. logo. I don't like the logo placement. But it's like the hat. So you're wearing the hat on the turkey on your head. Think the Arby's logo needs to be a little higher? A little smaller or maybe on the back? I think the turkey should actually wear the hat, the, the real hat. The Arby's, like the Ferrero Williams hat. All right. I'm starting Good. to go fund me. All right. <laughs> So, oh, so, so Misty, you're out on the Oreos and you're out on the Arby's deep fried pillow, turkey right. pillow. Kind of right. negative today. Okay. So, so earlier this week, Mountain Dew announced they were coming out with a cookbook and it was a non-starter. I didn't even mention it. I thought, I don't want to cook with Mountain Dew. That's, yeah. That would be no good. But let me ask you this. A Cheetos cookbook is here and includes 22 recipes from celebrity chefs invo- involving Cheetos. Is this... I mean, the Arby's pillow was a foul. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't F-O- eat it. F-O-W-L. Yeah. And, and, an nice. F-O-U, and an F-O-U-L. Nice. But what about the Cheetos cookbook? It's okay? Uh, yeah. I love Cheetos. You don't like Cheetos? I, I'm fine with Cheetos in the original purpose of Cheetos. Don't come throwing Cheetos at me in the cookbook. Hold on, Mr. Baptist, who loves casseroles. <laughs> and the Baptist who produce a cookbook every year with 90% of the, hold on, the 90% of the recipes have crumbled up Ritz crackers on it. This is just the Ritz crackers with ching, cheese for chingers. This Are, is fantastic. Is Ritz crackers okay on a casserole, Dennis? Uh, can I'm I talk asking, now? I'm asking. It's I mean, a yes or no question. I don't remember. I don't recall. <laughs> You're such I don't a man. The, I don't remember the question. Don't word us around. I, could. I will say that <laughs> my wife fixes an apple cinnamon thing with mountain with a bottle of Mountain Dew, uh, an apple bake thing sure. with crescent rose or whatever. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Yeah. That it is good. It's good but don't stuff. be doing Cheeto cookbooks. But do you eat Ritz crackers on a casserole? I don't eat casseroles. Mm. Right. Line number one. I'm going to ask you why lie. during the break because I don't think you. I don't think you can. I don't think you. You can can't be Baptist it. and not eat a casserole. <laughs> you get baptized, you, you eat a casserole. Christy, if you're <laughs> if you're listening, works. type on there now. And 20 seconds later, it'll pop funny. up. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. Christy's making you a casserole. Dennis, right where now. did you go to middle school? Ohio County Middle School. Ohio County Middle School. Just what's wrong? Uh, like at Grayson County Middle School, did they teach you square dancing? Actually, uh, I was square dancing champion in the 7th and the 8th grades on the boys' side. We didn't have a co-ed league, but male side, I was awarded champion two years in a row, back-to-back. Misty, did you do square dancing at middle school? Yes. Your Aunt Kathy taught us how to square dance. Oh, so you even did it at at elementary school? Yes, we did in elementary and middle school. I didn't do square dancing until the middle school, and so I have learned, if you all remember... Do you all remember the do's and don'ts of square dancing? Some of it, yes. Okay. I think it's a good, important time to, to cover the do's and don'ts of square dancing. You need to while he's talking. Dennis, do you, so you're a pro at Alaman left of the corner. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. We need you to demonstrate while Mark well, is talking about this. Well, I got this cord. These. I got a cord. Well, you can, t- you can take that with you. It unplugs. Okay. <laughs> square dancing's do's and don'ts. Swing with a group of dancers. Don't swing. <laughs> Don't dance with a group of swingers. <laughs> It's just too much. I don't remember that rule. <laughs> the do's and don'ts From of square school. dancing. Swing your partner. Do swing your partner round and round. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Don't swing your partner above your head. <laughs> that's that's disco. That that's dirty dancing. We learned that, that one immediately in middle school. Yes. <laughs> don't put, in, put in down. Middle school. Yes. You don't. You sound don't like do you that. have some pent up memories from those days. I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Pat McCann was quick to call you out if you swung <laughs> your partner so above your head. <laughs> Do keep it square. Don't pull out those fancy octagon moves. Mm. This is a square dance. It's not an octagon. Octagon is 
mixed martial arts. That's true. Mm-hmm. Do bow to your partner. Don't tell your partner her skirt looks like a horse blanket. That's not kind. I don't That's agree with that. This is why because you it might have been a horse blanket. This is why you didn't get to dance with the girls. <laughs> so you were not in a co-ed league. What do you know <laughs> you about it? You didn't have a girl partner. <laughs> but still. <laughs> do hold your partner close. Don't be partners with your cousin. <laughs> is this a new Ohio rule? County. Unless you're from Ohio Unless County. Hey, no, I'm not saying, hey, hey, hey. We're going to let you pass. I didn't pass. say it. <laughs> and do make fun of square dancers. Don't stop. <laughs> what? Bugs Bunny had a line. Bring your partner round and round. Pull their beard. Yank them down. <laughs> trout, trout, bring a little trout. Throw him in the river and pull him right out. Yes! Yeah. Dear Billy Hare, thank you very much. Oh, Got to get to a break. You got more on the way. You're on In the Know. The Wake Up Early. Did you know the praying mantis is the only insect that can turn its head? Oh, it's creepy to think about that. Oh, like 360? No, I don't think 360. Maybe oh, just three, in general. 358. Just in general. Yeah, in general, the praying mantis is the only insect that can turn its head, which then begged a secondary question, and I'm glad you're here today, Dennis. Thanks. Is the is the praying mantis the patron insect of the ministry? Really, is we depend on it for our kind of as our mascot. <laughs> I just wondered if there was. Do you all all have like a tattoo of a praying mantis or uh, the Brotherhood? We can't say exactly what and where that may be. Yeah. If it is, first rule of the Brotherhood is not to talk about the Brotherhood. I got it. Yeah. There was an evil praying mantis on Space Ghost though. His name was Zorak. So Christians who get a tattoo of a praying mantis get. The green light, or is it still frowned upon? No, you can't tell. All right. First rule. All right. I really thought <laughs> Good I could, try, buddy. Thought I could get the secret on that. YouTube cancels their annual YouTube rewind for 2020. You know, the year is bad when you can't look back on it and say anything that happened. It's like, uh, yeah. There was really no best and no worst. It was all just average. I mean, I there was. What's the movie of the year? What's the worst movie of the year? What's we lived the, it. Yeah. I know the worst Christmas movie of all time. What? What would you think your opinion of that would be? What uh, is it? Oh, you were out of town yesterday. Never mind. Well, I'll need to. I'll yeah, need I'm to sorry. Bring, I was. I need to bring you up to speed. Yeah, I, I missed the whole show yesterday. Misty mm-hmm. and I were in a. Mm-hmm. Misty and I were in a Christmas movie. Oh, I got to go back and watch together. It. And many people you know, not just. It's we're not the only ones you know that were in this movie. I, I had so. forgotten that I was in a movie. Okay. Mm, me too. Until, Until day before yesterday. yesterday. I remember right. a few years ago a movie being filmed in Litchfield. Mm-hmm. I think there's a chance we're talking about the very same one. Okay. Or they might be first cousins. Uh, a petition calls for, I told you yesterday, none of the choices, none of the nominees to potentially take uh, the torch from the legacy of Alex Trebek as the host of Jeopardy. None of them to me have stood out and I've said, I said, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Maybe this one. I don't know for sure yet. I need time to ruminate on it a little bit more. Okay. LeVar Burton. Okay. Reading Rainbow. Those yes. of us who grew up in the 70s yeah. and 80s know him as Reading Rainbow. Okay. He was on Star Trek, The Next Generation. Yep. yep. Forgot about that. And then, but he just has this, he's got personality. Mm-hmm. He has intellect. Mm-hmm. He is articulate. He is, uh, he, he's, uh, there's cultural diversity involved. And so I'm just thinking, well, you know, there's a, the thing about Alex Trebek is that he was not, you couldn't look at him and go, well, he's the most handsome person in the world. He couldn't say he's the smartest person in the world. You couldn't say he was the funniest person in the world, but he was the co- good combination of articulate, witty, charming, attractive, like all those things. And I'm thinking, well, that might be LeVar Burton. Mm-hmm. So I'd well, like to see him get a – I don't know if they'll do a Regis thing. Like will they mm-hmm. get a host and like rotate hosts for a while and then see which one excels and then go from there? I think that's smart because it's hard to follow anybody oh, for yeah. any period of time. 
I've always said I don't want to be the person, the second person to follow a legend. I want right. to be the third person. Right. I have now figured out why George Lucas <clears throat> was so mad at Disney over Star Wars trilogy. Okay. okay. Yes, good. The Star Wars. He has now, um, he, the creator of um, the Star Wars, Star Wars franchise says that Princess Leia was supposed to be the chosen one. He had written a trilogy in place of the last three movies. He had written what came, what we know as the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. All right, the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. He had written a three movie series, and then he sold to Disney. And then when he sat down with Disney to hear about the Force Awakens, the plot that they came up with, he got mad because it didn't line up with his storyline. I can appreciate you being passionate about your craft and your art. But when you sell something to a company for 2 to 4 billion dollars, you don't get to say anymore. <laughs> like you you could have kept it, yes, and written whatever story you wanted, but you sold it. Mm. Now they own it. Now they can do whatever they want to with it. Mm -hmm. But he said that she was going to be the, she basically took the place of Luke Skywalker in the end. She was the chosen one or Uh. the lineage of, of Luke. And he also said that Darth Maul was going to make a return from the Phantom Menace in 1999 to be more of the antagonist in his idea of doing things. That would have been better. I was going to say, do you all like the storyline better? Darth Maul would have been better. Darth Maul, I'm, I'm good with Darth Maul. I don't know about Leia, but uh, either way would have been fine, I'm sure. But Darth Maul would have been legit. That whole Princess Leia thing has a very Dan Brown feel about it, where Mount, you know, Mary ends up being the challenge or the chalice, and the whole. If like, you, yeah. you don't expect it, the female to emerge. But if you go the Leia direction, then you go more of the Kylo Ren direction. So that, so you don't get. When you look, so many people don't know Kylo Ren is the child of Han Solo and Princess Leia. And so he becomes the antagonist to the Ren. And so the, I hate to ruin too much of it for you, but you you can do what George Lucas wanted. But if you did, you'd have to live without some of the characters that you now have. Yeah, I think it takes sense? away from the main character of those three films. The yeah, girl right. that, you know, takes away from Ray. Right, thank you. basically what it's, uh, who it is. So. Anyway, you know, interesting kind of discussion about it all. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Uh, also, so today's Friday the 13th, heading into the weekend. Uh, Dennis Cook is our guest co-host from uh, First Baptist Church, Litchfield. I saw uh, the marquee caught my eye this morning. Uh, so then, let's run. That's right. So, uh, what's the sermon? What's the What's the lesson about this, this Sunday? Sunday, ten o'clock at one o six East Walnut. Join us for worship as Pastor Doug shares from Hebrews twelve chapters one and two about laying aside things that distract us from keeping our eyes on the goal of following Jesus and living for Him. So, that's our theme this Sunday in worship. Join us. Uh, okay, all right, that clears it up. Hebrews. Yes, I thought it was a line from the much anticipated, at least for me, sequel to Forrest Gump. So then, let's run. You know, it's very close. It could be a sermon illustration. (laughs) You just spoiled it because because (laughs) after the famous run in the original Forrest Gump, and then the line is, "I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I think I'll go home now." Yeah. He can't just stop running. So in a sequel, he would be surrounded by a bunch of people wherever, and then mm-hmm. he'd say, so then, let's run. Yeah. That's fantastic, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to pitch that screenplay. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, you're writing all this music now. Screenplay's the next step, right? Oh, On so television. Yeah. So I, I really do want to play your new song, but I refuse to until after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thank you for your support. You're welcome. <laughs> Season 8 premiere. Real friend. <laughs> on NBC, I'm keeping you out of the ditch by refusing to play your Christmas song until the Christmas season. Uh, the Blacklist on NBC tonight okay. on Lifetime Christmas on the Vine. Now, tomorrow evening, Dennis and Sarah Cook, we've got a great evening cooked up for you all. Ooh, hey. <laughs> all right. Tomorrow evening, the Cooks will be enjoying Fireside 
Christmas in Vienna. A spirit, a dispirited concert violinist travels to Vienna Ooh. for a performance and finds the inspiration she has been missing. Christmas in Vienna on the Hallmark Channel. This is going to be great for you. Yes. Because you love music. I love music and mm-hmm. I love Hallmark Channel. <laughs> and your wife. It's the trifecta. I love you have wife. all the three great loves of your life meet tomorrow night at your house. You should bake a casserole for this. I should. Uh-huh. With Cheetos, Cheetos and Ritz crackers. crackers. And How Mountain Dew. <laughs> on Netflix on Sunday, the new season of The Crown mm-hmm. is available for download. On Showtime, The Reagans, a new docuseries. I don't think it's a documentary. I think it's uh, fiction. But Ronald Reagan's rise from liberal movie star to an unlikely conservative politician and the ruthless rise of the corporate political right. I think this is going to make me mad. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, because I don't think – I think that the Ronald and Nancy Reagan story is an amazing story, but it's there's not enough drama to make a series about it that people would tune in to go, okay, what happens next? And there's no, you can't write Dallas – I mean, other than using the Reagan shot. So, absolutely. So, but the, the I'm interested the in a series about the Reagans, you know, d- d- just kind of creates a chronology of their lives. Mm-hmm. But you can read Dutch, the book, and kind of get that idea. My point is, is that they'll have to figure out a way to impart drama into this series. And I guess we figured yeah. out how the rise of the corporate political whatever. You're going to be mad. There's no way that we can get an unbiased docu series. No, that's a documentary. Dennis starts writing screenplays until (laughs) until Dennis gives up music and starts doing screenplays. This about Star Wars? No, the Star Wars. No, no, no. In full disclosure, I I do like to level with the audience. Um, these two were still fighting (laughs) during the commercial break about the Star Wars or Star Wars. Yeah, Dennis likes to have a slap fight. They were Star Wars. <laughs> this goes back weeks, and they are still bickering mm-hmm. like siblings mm-hmm. over Star Wars and the Star Wars. Just wanted to. It's entertaining to me, by the way. I'm just saying. Today's highlight <laughs> in history: this date, 1982, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial was dedicated on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. In 1789, Ben Franklin wrote in a letter to his friend Jean-Baptiste Leroy, in this world nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. Oh, by the way, we're sending more people to the International Space Station tomorrow evening. A crew of four are, will be on the Dragon space capsule tomorrow on launch pad 39A. On, aboard a Falcon, on top of a Falcon 9 rocket in the Dragon space capsule, four of them, the first full-size crew going to the International Space Station. I think it's at 649 Central Time tomorrow. That's awesome. Do you have a photogenic memory? How did you just say pretty, all that? Stuff? Pretty close. Yeah, he does. Uh, uh, it's like an elephant. It's right? not far off. Well, there. To be clear, I am full of information that really is worthless, except in this particular format. <laughs> from you nine do to this ten. Job. <laughs> in this particular format, it's useful. Otherwise, I can't remember things that I really should remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Birthdays today: Joe Montana is seventy-three today. Famous argument in the water boy between two friends, mm-hmm. whether it's Joe Montana or Joe Mont- Montana. I think that's probably an argument that the two of you could have. Pecan. Pecan. <laughs> Chris Noth or Chris Noth is 66 today. So you either know him as big in Sex in the City. You might know him as uh, Peter Florick in The Good Wife, or you might know him from Law and Order. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha now. Thank you. Whoopi Goldberg is 65 today. Vinny Testaverde is 57. Jimmy Kimmel is 53. Steve Zahn is 53. And uh, Meta World Peace, formerly Ron Artest, is 41. Did Mama call him Ron? I'm going to call him Ron. Yeah. Ron. Robert Louis Stevenson, born this date in 1850. Louis Brandeis in 1856. Gary Marshall, born this date in 1934. <laughs> Dennis, we told you Misty and I were in a movie. When's your movie coming out? Uh, supposedly May of next year. Okay. 
Nice. Mayberry you, Man. You can read about it in his blog. What, what's your blog? Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Cook? C. Cook. Net. Okay, so good. You can read all about it. Chart toppers. Rosemary Clooney. With this old house. I'd rather hear George Yount singing yes. than Rosemary Clooney. Oh, the cathedral slowed down on this one. Ain't gonna need this house no longer. Ain't gonna need this house no more. Ain't got time to fix the shingles. Ain't got time to fix the floor. The cathedrals do do a very nice version of that. Mm-hmm. You should have pulled that up, buddy. But that, I know they were not at the top of the chart. 1963, The Impressions, number one, with It's All Right. All right. I can see clearly now Johnny Nash in 72, Daryl Hall and John Oates, Private Eyes in 81, MC Hammer, Pray in 1990. you got to pray just to make it. Martina McBride, I Love You in 99, Hot and Cold, Katy Perry in 2008. All right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. I wrote a, I, I wrote a bit of a poem it's not exactly a haiku it's more like a mark coup okay mm. very good uh and this is designed to dazzle my english teachers uh alicia mayfield karen taylor and carolyn smith mm-hmm. now what is unfortunate is that in high school english you have to have four credits which means you should have four english teachers but i can only remember three of mine which is troubling is this part of the poem? It's either really bad for the teacher or really bad for me. I had the same teacher twice. I think I did as well. Freshman and senior year, I had Dolores Pence. I, I don't know that for certain, but mm-hmm. I think that yeah. must have happened. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, here's your diploma back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to return this to its rightful owner. I think I had Alicia Mayfield twice for English. Yeah. That's typically how it works. I th- I'm Pretty certain. Was she your freshman teacher? Yes. And she was your senior teacher. I think she, no. Carolyn Smith was my senior teacher. I think uh, I think Miss Mayfield was my freshman and junior teacher because I had Karen Taylor sophomore and I had Carolyn Smith for senior. So anyway, to show them the brilliant work that they did, here's my attempt at a poem, a mark coup. A mark coup. This is quite the lead in. It really is. Friday, the golden child of the weekdays. The superhero of the work week. The welcome wagon of the weekend. Friday. Mm. Thank you. That's very good. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.